have a new Psalm of the Month for the month of February. It's going to be the Psalm 74. Read it as you find it there in page 669, and your Bible's in your seats. Listen as I read Psalm 74. Contemplation of Asaph. O God, why have you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased of old, the tribe of your inheritance, which you have redeemed, this Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Lift up your feet to the perpetual desolations. The enemy has damaged everything in the sanctuary. Your enemies roar in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their banners for signs. They seem like men who lift up axes among the thick trees. And now they break down its carved work all at once with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your sanctuary. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them all together. They have burned up all the meeting places of God in the land. You do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet, nor is there any among us who knows how long. O God, how long will the adversary reproach? Will the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you withdraw your hand, even your right hand? Take it out of your bosom and destroy them. For God is my king from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea serpents in the waters, broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gave him his food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You broke open the fountain and the flood. You dried up mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night also is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy has reproached, O Lord, and that a foolish people has blasphemed your name. Oh, do not deliver the life of your turtle dove to the wild beast. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have respect to the covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of the haunts of cruelty. Oh, do not let the oppressed return ashamed. But the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, plead your own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproaches you daily. Do not forget the voice of your enemies. The tumult of those who rise up against you increases continually. This meditation, I want to call your attention to two things. I want to point out the wrath of God against sin and the mercy of God brings salvation. Psalm starts off by asking why God is angry with his people and whether he will be angry with them forever. It's apparent that there is a historical setting that is taking place here, and we're not exactly sure. There are a couple of 
possibilities where there were invaders that came and desecrated the temple. You can see that in the words of this psalm, where it talks about those who come into the midst of the temple and they destroy its furniture and they burn it and they defile it to the ground. To say we're not exactly sure when that was, but we can say for certain that it was a dark day for the children of Israel. And it leads us to ask the question, so why would God allow this to happen? As the psalmist argues, this is the the children of Israel. This is the people that God had redeemed from Egypt. It even remarks on that and remembers it and so asks, why will you be, uh, be angry with us? The author of the psalm seems to know why, and I think we know why as well. God was angry with the children of Israel because he is holy and righteous, and they were not. They had the temple, for sure, but in many periods of the history of Israel, The temple, in a sense, lay empty and dormant. It was unused. There were periods when they had to go in and and sweep out the dust and the debris and the trash that had collected there. It had fallen into such unuse. Their attitude uh, towards God and their, uh, their actions reflected that they could care less about the holy God of Israel. So the Lord, who had indeed redeemed them, disciplined them. He sent prophets to warn them. He sent invaders to chastise them and to cause them to come back. And there is, in their history, a point where he sends them all into captivity. And the temple is torn down completely. Now, while the details are somewhat different. The underlying reason for God's anger is the same today. Why was God angry then and why is God angry now? The simple answer is that he is angry against sin. The Lord is angry with with sinners, with the wicked every day, says Psalm Psalm 7. He is just and a righteous judge who will not and cannot leave the guilty unpunished. Exodus 34. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, for the wages of sin is death. Romans 6. Realizing this, Psalm 74 leads us to accept and acknowledge that God is righteous. We are not that he has right to be angry against us as sinners. But it also leads us to the only escape that sinners have, and that's the mercy of God in Jesus Christ. Second half of the psalm, beginning in verse 18, plead for mercy. Let me just read some of those words again and, and point out how we as sinners are coming to the holy God to ask for mercy. Verse 18, O do not deliver the life of your turtle dove to the wild beasts. It's poetic language, high poetry, isn't it? To, to talk about the loved ones as a turtle dove who is cared for. Do not deliver us to the wild beast. 
Oh, do not deliver the, uh, excuse me, do not forget the life of your poor forever. The psalmist identifies God's people as, as his poor, belonging to him. We are the people of God. Have respect to the covenant, he says. He leans into the promise of God, the promise that had been made throughout the Old Testament to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, and so on and fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ. Promise is one that is made in blood, promise that is fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ. So the psalm closes by saying, Arise, O God, plead your own case. See, throughout the psalm, there is not only an admission of sin, but there's also an admission of the glory of God in salvation, that it's the enemies that come and defile and desecrate the place of God, the people of God, and the glory of his name. And we have right to come in and say, oh God, for your own sake, deliver us. Deliver us from our own sins by your mercy. Deliver us from the affliction of the enemy around us. Let them not have the last word. Instead, Let your glory be shown, the mercy and love that you show to sinners. So as you sing this throughout this month, pray that the awesome anger of God would be a warning to you, but it would also propel you to cast yourself on the mercy of God in Christ. Sing the first portion of that now, Psalm 74a. As Mary comes to present it, I'll just comment that the tune is a minor tune, just to get your your, uh, musical sensibilities uh, uh, tuned to that. I'm going to ask her to hum through it because the tune is not so familiar. Um, And the minor really fits with the plaintive lament of, uh, of our sin and of what our sin deserves. So Psalm 74a, please stand to sing. 